Welcome back, Day Drinking with Dog, June 21st, the day after Father's Day. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, especially my own. I uh, didn't get a chance to talk to him yesterday, but uh, hopefully today we will link up uh, after the show and uh, have a nice little conversation. Hope you played golf yesterday. Love your dad, mean it. Uh, so today we got a, a returning guest on, uh, one of my original guests who we had back in the day. Uh, before we get him on, uh, I do want to say we recorded about... 12 to 15 minutes of uh, this show already with uh, my mics weren't on. So uh, if there's any producers out there that want to come join the show and help me out, that'd be great because it's hard to do both and I always seem to miss something and it's only when Mike comes on. So uh, we had a battery issue last time. So anyway, so before we get to Mike, uh, breaking news, uh, I want to get to this real quick, uh, came across my uh, Yahoo feed. Uh, is that only two of Trump's children, of the five children, uh, shared Happy Father's Day messages on social media yesterday. Uh, that is breaking news for sure, uh, except that uh, Barron isn't even on social media. Uh, he's only 14 years old, I believe. And the other two just, I don't know, I'm pretty sure they probably sent Dad a fucking text message. So they just can't get Trump out of their heads for whatever reason. Uh, but that was breaking news of the day. Uh, must be a real slow news day. Um, so without further ado, he chose to have the same intro music as last time. Uh, I think it's because he was hung over this morning and didn't have a thought in his head of how to... Uh, well, let's just get right to it. <laughs> That's right. Mike Lowden is back on the show. Mikey, what's up? I'll be honest with you. You know, I should have planned better. I should have just wore my leather vest like Stone Cold. <laughs> there you Strictly go. leather vest, but, you know, it was, it was at the dry cleaner. So, you know, I'm here. I'm here in a Sally's t-shirt. Shout out to Sally's. And, so, uh, uh, do you remember what we talked about the last 15 minutes? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I felt like there were some real gems there. Does my mic work? Um, you know, uh, we talked about a few things, but I'm here to rehash anything we need to speak. On, well, I think know. we could probably make some uh, some corrections to stuff we said. So what I'm going to do now okay. is I'm going to get right to my boy Ray Wasson right off the rip. Do it. So Shout Ray, out to Ray off the rip. Ray is a really good friend of mine. He's a friend of Stonebridges. He's a friend of Milford. And uh, I golfed with him about a month ago. And he uh, works for a chair company. And he basically donated a chair for my studio. And I promised I would give him a shout out, and the show sometimes consumes me on how I want to approach it. And uh, I keep saying to myself before the show, I'm going to shout out to Ray. Well, finally here, Ray, I'll tag you. I want you to listen. If anyone needs a chair, contact me, and I'll contact him for you. This thing I'm in is like super comfortable, super nice, up yeah. and down. You know, it's fucking great. So anyway, Mikey, how you been, bud? First of all, shout out Ray. Thanks for not. Thanks for giving him a chair, and I'm sitting in this 1974 <laughs> chair that's going to give me scoliosis. But, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me back, man. I'm really... It's uh, all new material from the first time. Listen, man, I'm really... I like it. I like I, it. See, I, try, I figured we switch it up, but... <laughs> no, I'm really excited to be back, man. I had a great time the first time, and, you know, obviously, I, 
The new digs, bro. I mean. Yeah, what do you think? We're no longer in Campy's uh, kitchen. No, no. Um, and I have my own whiskey we can drink. You have your own we whiskey. Have to steal his whiskey. Running water, because Campy yep. turned it off on you. Yeah. <laughs> we were making his uh, trees as green as they could. Tons tons of, of uh, liquid fertilizer yeah. out there for you, Cam. Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, no, nah, man, I'm really excited to be here. You know, a lot, a lot going on in, in my world, but... You know, loving loving the uh, progression of the podcast, man, and I'm thanks, bro. I'm happy to be here as a uh, as a sec. Am I the first second time, or you had a, you've had a few people? Uh, well, Russ Davis has been on like four times, but that's all because it's crypto. Russ shit. doesn't count. Yeah, Russ doesn't. Russ count. making Max like making Max go better so I could be rich right. and go to Bora Bora. Thanks. Uh, yeah, Russ is coming on Thursday for a quick rundown of uh, the last ten crazy days of crypto. So yeah, uh, Russ, God bless you, brother. Yeah. God bless you, man. <laughs> so um. So let's, uh, you know, obviously when you came on the first time, there's two reasons why I had yep. you on. One we'll get down to in a little bit was, you know, your charity that you started for small restaurants. Yep. And uh, and two was the uh, introduction of Arizona Sunrise Hard Seltzers. Yeah, man. You were like the first industry I just, yeah. person, I think, that tasted. I think it wasn't even at retail at that point. It was just samples that I had. And, you know, it's been out for about two months now and it's doing well, man. It's good though. The Mucho Mango is getting a lot of love in yeah. the market, and rightfully so. I'm drinking right now. Uh, you know, I'm currently no, drinking one. Yeah, I mean, listen, we happen to have a, a whole case here, but uh, yeah, the Mucho Mango is going to be, you know, is going to be one that hopefully we break out into a, uh, its own pack. It's kind of got that kind of traction to it, and yeah. um, you know, it's uh, it's been good. It's hard to navigate through the the static of the seltzer world, but you know, we're doing our best to to make it relevant and putting it in the right bars and liquor stores that. That makes sense. So if you're in the area and you want to try something new, you know, there's plenty of stores in this Milford area and then all over Fairfield, New Haven County that carry it. And if they don't, you can ask them to bring it in and they will do that. Yeah. That was so, just, yeah. you know, we appreciate it. Your local sure. package store will always take in what you ask. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh, so I think you guys have a, a, a nice foothold, though, with just the name alone. Absolutely. And the fact that you piggyback off the actual non-alcoholic flavors that exactly, right? That's up, you grew up as a kid drinking. Everybody did. You know? Yeah. Um, so I got the mango now moving on to the cherry punch in a little bit. Yep. Um, I don't have much mango left because I was drinking it through our... Uh, <laughs> in the first 15 un- minutes? Unrecorded first 15 minutes of <laughs> right. the show. Uh, right, right, right. I'm still pissed off about that. Yep. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so get your sunrises. So uh, this week uh, we will have the 20-hour, uh, 19 point whatever ounce cans yeah, 19 of mango yeah. available yep. at Stonebridge, the big... The big ones, the big boys, the big boys, and uh, so come down, try them out. Uh, come see me at my bar, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll hook you guys up. Yeah, with, I mean, uh, I will be there cans probably on Sunday if I had to yes. guess. Um, that's usually my day of Stonebridge more than more yeah. than the weekend at this and, point. So. Uh, if you don't know who Mike is, he will be wearing a shirt that says his name on it, so you'll know exactly who he is when he's there. Yep. Uh, he'll probably be hanging out with a bunch of hotties, uh, you know, because that's what Mike does. He's, you know, he's 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 a celebrity. He's just he's a Russ Davis. On a, on a I'd be honest, with you, Russ Davis with a lot less money, <laughs> <laughs> a lot less money. But you know, same same crypto portfolio, just yeah, a lot less. Of it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, I got all the same picks. I just yeah, got, yeah I got all, I got, Russ, I got all your stuff. But I wish I would have. <laughs> I mean, listen, the insider trading is cool with us, pal. Bring yeah, it on. Yeah, but absolutely. no, but yeah. I, you know, I'm excited for it to be there, man. It's uh, it's been doing well in the places we put it in, and you know we're uh, we're definitely going to blow it up. So, 
you know, we'll, you know, if you guys want to come support, please, please give it a try. We would love that. So. Yeah, excellent. And that's why we have you on. That's, that's it, the whole man. basis of my show, pretty much. That's it, brother. And I, I know I appreciate out. that. So. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into uh, you know your uh, restaurant review stuff. So what we're gonna do is uh, there's a new restaurant in on. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, river. River. River Street. I know, because Cherry Street turns into River. I always, I always still call it, it It's Cherry. just like a weird, like, yeah, a yeah. turn, but yeah. So it's called yep. Strega. It's right next door to uh, Michelizzi's and Canvas Patch. Yep. And, uh, you know, I looked at the menu last night. So what we're going to do is, after the show, me and him are going to head up there with a nice little buzz on. <laughs> and right. go order a couple pizzas from Strega and do a little uh, little food review on his uh, vlog that you have on. Uh, yeah, man. Explain that a little bit. Yeah, so uh, if you guys listened to the first episode, I was just kind of really in the thick of it at that point, just kind of growing the fan base. And now it's, you know, weekly episodic on Wednesdays. I showcase a new business in, in Connecticut for food and you know, it's been real successful, man. I'm, 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 I'm stoked to do it. I love the feedback. I love interacting. So it's great. Right. Love yeah. It. No, I've watched most of them so far. So uh, what's uh, besides Strega that we do today? What's uh, you said? There's one up in White White. White yeah. Plains so there's one. You know, I stretched out of Connecticut a little bit. A, a friend of the program uh, introduced me. My buddy CJ introduced me to uh, his friend's restaurant called Lombardos in uh, cool. White Plains. So they have one in White Plains, one one in Dobbs Ferry, New York, and. It's like new age Italian, man. But like I was saying when, on the previous recorded 15 minutes, I mean, it was... So we're at about the 10-minute mark. So we're almost uh, back. Just the mic material. Work. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so we went there and, uh, you know, they're, they're just like a like a new age Italian, but with old school approach to it. And I'll tell you, man, their food is great. And if you find yourself in that White Plains area and you're Jones and for some Italian, it's a... Explain it's that a uh, tinfoil dish. Yeah. So they have the, 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 the main portion of the video was... So they, they basically take a tinfoil bath, and it's a Sambuca-based pink sauce with sweet sausage crumbles in, yeah. like, a bucatini pasta. Oh. Dude, it was That's ridiculous. Like, you open, it's like, like every, everything you said I like. Yeah, like, you open, like, I love buc, I love sausage, right. I love cream sauce, so it's right, like, yeah, right, it's, right. It's, like a, it's like a, it's like a fantastic the combination. Trifecta. Yeah, it's unbelievable, and, you know, they're, uh, you know, they do, like... Really, really nice arancinis. They do like a really nice pizza. You know, they got a lot going on. So, you know, I'm a big fan of their business. And yeah, be on the lookout for that video. That'll be out this Wednesday coming up. And, you know, like I said, if you're in that White Plains area for any reason, you know, feel free to to swing through there. Ask for, ask for Mario. Tell him I sent you. He'll, Mario. Mario. Is that even an Italian guy you can't trust? Listen, listen. Ma- that, you're not wrong. And Mar- <laughs> Mario's an awesome dude, man. Uh, you know, they, they run a really good business out there. Like I was saying, man, they're. Some of the craziest. It's, bigger. I mean, it's it's a very good size. I mean, yeah. really nice. You know, really good size. Not crazy big, but I mean, when I tell you they are pumping orders out of there every day, man. They're just running a really good business, and I love to see it. And they're flourishing now after COVID, and you know, a lot of that takeout that they kind of captured during COVID is still staying, but they're also getting their. Well, we see that as Thomers. Yeah, we I mean, did no takeout before. Yeah, and COVID. now it's and now it's still there. I mean, yeah. you know, still people are. I think anybody that anxious could, to go out, which I understand, hundred percent. I think anybody that could have that figured out the to go business and mastered it, like they yeah. just, you know, they they've kind of stuck. I know Gigi's same thing. You know, Gigi's mastered the to go business, and yep. you know they're flourishing with the indoor, but still kind of yeah. keeping it. So I love it, man. I love to see it. It's well, great. hopefully we can get George to listen to this episode because he did listen to the last one you were on. Did he? Yeah, I went in for dinner. He's like, "You guys are hysterical." Georgie and Greg, yeah, yeah. And then he started really talking some weird shit at the table with my <laughs> girlfriend's son sitting there, and I said, "Georgie, go back in the kitchen." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll tell you right now, man. They they they're doing a lot of innovation.
creative stuff over at Gigi's now, and I know, um, you know, I that's, salivate over their Instagram. Oh my, their their Instagram is very well done right now. Right, you know, they're doing they're doing awesome things, man. And they, you know, they they still have my favorite pizza in Connecticut, the vodka sauce pie, is still my jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, every nice. if I wouldn't become a sumo wrestler, I'd eat that every day. So <laughs> that's really so. Good. Let's talk again about your charity that you started. Yeah, so uh, about three years ago, I I kind of formed this. This charitable organization that basically kind of took anything going on in the world and uh, created either some sort of t-shirt or activation that supported something. So I've done breast cancer. I've done the food bank for the holiday season. I've done children's hospital. I've done, you know, just about anything that's going on. My last one I did was 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 the pizza t-shirts that I did. And all that money went back to the CT restaurants where Anybody who bought a shirt, you were in a raffle, and I gave away a ton of gift cards to various restaurants around the state. So um, that was the last one, super successful. And the next one, uh, because kind of COVID is getting better, I figured it was a good time to kind of create that interactive thing. So mm-hmm. right now we're looking at the end of September to do a dodgeball tournament in downtown Milford. So oh, yeah. working through the logistics of that right now and trying to lock down the location and the time and the date, but figured it was nice fall Saturday you know, we kind of just spill over into the into yep. the downtown area after. You know, that's when the weather's nice and breezy, a little seventy degree I mean, day. You can't do it on a Monday. You know, I'll be honest with you. It's off on a Monday. I'll be honest works with you. Out, you know, listen, tell Campy that you got to take... dodge a wrench, bro. If listen, I could dodge a wrench, I could dodge a wrench. Listen, I, you know what's funny? I was actually going to reach out to Justin Long too because he's yeah. from Fairfield, oh, and yeah, like that's right, that's you know, right, yeah. him and I went to the same high school. We went to prep together, so. Mm-hmm. I was about to be like, hey, Justin, remember when you were in that movie and you know, we were in high school together? You want to come make a guest appearance? He'd probably be like, yeah, 100 grand. But, yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I'm still going to shoot shoot my shot in his DM and see what happens. Dude, right? I DM so, everybody. Right. Every blue check mark that I like in interested in, I DM them. I don't really get any responses. Listen, I, I've I, had a few. I have a funny See, Babs is one of them. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, I have a funny feeling I, it will not get red, but I will do my best to try to lock him down. But uh, yeah, so you we're know, working on late September. Kind of slept late September, early October, fall day. Just bring a bunch of people out, get a DJ going, food trucks that are local. Just try to what do are the logistics thing. behind all that. You know, it's you got to work with the town of Milford, and I'm trying to lock down the the, the tennis courts that are behind the library there because those are probably all yeah, at that point, know. right? So you figure in enough time, you can kind of lock it down, get the pavilion also, so have tables, bring vendors in, do a whole build out and then yeah. you know I'm going to work with uh, with a charitable organization that I haven't chosen yet to kind of give all the proceeds back I don't know if this so. is something you're interested in but I have uh, Damian Cashman coming on in a couple weeks mm-hmm. and he does the rambling in he does yeah. So I, I mean, I could talk to him about that. I don't know if you want alcohol involved down there. I mean, I, that, I, I don't know how that works with the town of Milford. I'm assuming you can he's done, probably. He's done, I know he's done a public event down at Walnut Beach before. So then I'm assuming we can work it out. I right. think. Um, if you're interested, I listen. Mean, I, I would love that. Plant that seed for you. I would love that. I think at the end of the day, just trying to tie everything in, just bring a good time, good vibes to people. And let's just be real. None of us have really played dodgeball since middle school. So, right, right. you know, get get some dodgeballs out, take out some aggressions on some people and, you know, put together a whole thing. And, you know, maybe I'll get patches of Houlihan in the mix. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be cool. So more to come on that, you know, keep it locked to, to my social and maybe I'll have, maybe I'll have Jeremy do a live, uh, a live dog, oh, uh, day, yeah, with, day yeah. drinking with dog I, from I'll, the, I'll from the dog day off. I don't care. <laughs> I, mean, I, listen, I want to attend it. Listen, so. please. Please attend. Maybe get yeah. a Stonebridge a team or I'll together. Just be late to late. To the late Can't be. He's going to be late. <laughs> and if the uh, rambling in is down there, I might be a little tipsy too. Same. I might have to walk home, but luckily yeah. I'm close, <laughs> so we're good. 
So that should be fun. Now, isn't... Uh, I, I believe he passed away, but uh, you said Patches of Houlihan. Wasn't he from... That was Rip Torn, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he yeah. From, he's from Connecticut, too. I think, I think he, he passed away. I think he died, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Because remember, he got busted for robbing a bank or something? He did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, you just blew my mind, man. <laughs> right, so Patches won't be there, but... No, Patches yeah. will not be there. Vince Vaughn's a little out of my pay yeah, grade. Yeah. What about Steve the Pirate? I wonder how much Steve he is. Steve the Pirate could be on there. Or yeah. uh, who's the fat guy? Fat guy. Oh, um, he was like the boss in uh, that the, sitcom. The fat guy in with the glasses. You know, he's like he was like really shy. He's like, ah, ah, ah. oh uh, yeah, um, the one with the mail order bride. Yes. that gets mad. Yes, yes. I don't know his name. Yeah, but I mean, L, L yeah. for love though. L yeah, for love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're definitely going to work it out, though. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to do my best to get Justin Long, but I don't know if I can succeed with that. But we're going to. We're well, going to do what we can. You got to send an email a day. I'll be honest because with they you. They probably have handlers that look at it, and he's probably not checking his own Instagram account. Yeah, I, yeah. Listen, I, I'll do my best, but I, I'm not going to promise Justin. But I'm I'll, still trying to get. I'll probably get Campy and Jeremy. So there's two they're, Milford they're girls big. on who that'll follow me, and they do Kelly Bundy. Do I don't know her? Okay, and Jenny Dell. So Jenny Dell married Will Middlebrooks, and I'm friends with Jenny's sister. Will Middlebrooks that used to play in the majors. Yeah. Yep. They got married. They live out in San Diego, I think. Cool. So I reached out to her. I even texted her sister. I'm like, yo, can I just get a follow from a blue check from your sister? Unbelievable. She's just like, I don't know. My sister's busy. Unbelievable. And then Callie Bunny's just, I don't know. She's got, I mean, she's an Instagram queen, so she's got so many followers. Yeah. But she's, I mean, she used to jog by Stonebridge every day. Yeah. Now she throws footballs for a living. Just throws them. And she's hot, so... I mean, that's the thing. That's, that's how you can cool. make money nowadays. Is she single? I don't know. I don't know who she is, so I'm going to follow her. I'll show her. you after the show. She's, yeah, she yeah. sounds fantastic, and I like. She was just football. on that uh, big show with. Uh, oh yeah, with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Game show. Yep. Yeah, she went on. She made the finals. I think that's for awesome for throwing footballs. I mean, because I guess if you're a girl, you know, you can't throw footballs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know plenty of girls that could throw a football pretty far, so maybe they'll be yeah. on there next season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's uh, kind of where we're at with all that stuff. I'm still waiting on a, uh, a hoodie that it's, I was promised. Jeremy, it is 100 I degrees mean, outside. Can we wait till the fall? I uh, I had you on in, like, February. I'll be honest with you. I definitely dropped the ball on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I was your biggest donor. Oh, you 100% were. <laughs> you 100% were, dude. And, like, I'll be honest with you. I dropped the ball on that. I took, no, it's I took you for granted. I love you, though. I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to my new hoodie for the fall. Though. I'm going to get you something that nobody else has, like a 101. Ooh, I like that. So, I like that. Listen, That'll completely make up for you. Listen, I don't know. Are you a, are you a, a hoodie guy, or do you like a full zip? Like, what's no. your vibe? Uh, Actually, I kind of wear both. Um, But for something like that, I... That I, I would wear it more if it was a hoodie. Okay. So we'll go the hoodie. The full zips I don't wear as much. We'll go hoodie then. Yeah. So we'll that was what the is it gonna have the same design this year, the pizza slice? No, so the so the the dodgeball tournament I'm I'm gonna link up with a buddy of mine to create like a dodgeball tee and then any sponsors we have for it will kinda go on the back. So So yeah. I'll say this right now. Now you were talking off show yeah. about uh the insurance. Mm. Right? It is it's expensive. Like, it's around expensive. So uh, shout out to uh, anyone out there. Uh, I will cover half okay. of my own money if I can get uh, what would it be four hundred dollars. So ten people to donate forty bucks. Let's do it. If we can get ten people to donate for forty bucks, I will donate the four hundred and we'll cover the cost. And then you will have a special 
gift from 20 deuce tv as a result of that so um honestly yeah and any business that is is contemplating potentially being a sponsor on it obviously you will get your name on the t-shirt you will get banner up you will get well i will definitely have uh, richie conine sponsor a team from stonebridge beautiful that sounds awesome Um, so once once we hammer down a date obviously and then we'll uh, we'll, would love to have team stonebridge in the mix you know would love to would love to have everybody in the area in the mix i mean this is going to be it's going to be a big deal, and we're, once I lock down the date, which I should have within the next two weeks, this is going to get blown out. So this is this is going to be big, man. I'm excited. People are kind of more willing to kind of go out and do stuff now, right? Everybody's a little excited to. Yeah, are you going to charge for teams? Yeah, so we'll charge for teams. And how many people are on a dodgeball? Team? I six think it's eight? like six, six, but I mean, you could put as many people as you want on your roster. Yeah, won't be certain out. On yeah, the I think I think right? it's six. I mean, just thinking of of the, the dodgeball movie, I think there was only six, and then yeah. the skinny kid. Didn't uh, the skinny kid didn't play unless he had to, right? So I think it was six, but yeah, I mean, we're just you know you don't have to have a big team, you know. It's probably a couple hundred dollar entry fee, and all that money will go to you know taking care of the of the facility and you know donate it back to whatever charity we decide to lock it down with. So um, it's going to be good, man. I'm really excited. A lot of you know the the initial conversations with people have been super successful. I mean, nobody's really done anything like this, so it's. It's kind of a cool way for the Milford and the and the surrounding area to come together. Businesses to kind of get their word out, and you know, as, as I'm thinking, you know, we always are. Whenever we talk, we're always like rambling on in our own fucking heads. Always. I got Russ on on Thursday. Yeah, I know Russ loves kickball, dodgeball, all that shit. Bring him in, man. So uh, we'll uh, I'll talk to him about that on Thursday. And we'll I'm love sure it. He'd be a, a, a nice. I think he's got some money recently. <laughs> few dollars a couple bucks a few bucks so. <laughs> a few bucks maybe i could squeeze uh squeeze, russ talk squeeze to somebody and get emacs to move a decimal place please thanks <laughs> love that love that for everybody um, but yeah i know I, you know honestly like once i lock the date down obviously it all kind of blast it on social and right. um you know it's gonna be good man it's uh it's just a cool thing for people to do and you don't really have to be athletic to play dodgeball it's kind of like go out have fun right just protect your face basically right. i guess right so i mean yeah i'm excited man i'm excited to do something that's a little different from my comfort zone do the actual event and then you know that may- i mean if you if, if you want to do the second week of october that would be really helpful to me <laughs> what's the second week of october it's like probably easier for me to take off oh yeah <laughs> we're still jamming in september yeah i guess don't right. worry i'll be there i'll be honest with you it'll be at 12 12 noon i mean oh, take, no, take, yeah, yeah, take yeah, lunch yeah. time off you'll be oh, fine. No, yeah no i don't go i don't have to go until like six o'clock there you go perfect you might stumble in at six but right. well, that's fine <laughs> whoa, whoa hold on my boss might be listening not He'll probably stumble in yeah. at six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got all that stuff out of the way. That's all stuff we talked about last yep. time you're on the show. Yep. So I said, you know what? We're gonna just shoot some sports shit out. Let's do it. Uh, let you want you want to get the douches out of the way? Let's do the douches, bro. So I'll do mine, and yours is gonna lead into the. We'll talk. Oh about yeah, NBA. I'm excited all right. for that. Yep. So uh, real quick, my douche, and her name is Chelsea Wolf. Uh, she's a transgender BMX freestyle biker, and she qualified as an Olympic alternate. And she tweeted that her goal was to win a medal so she can burn the U.S. flag on the podium. Uh, This is not new news. This has actually happened about a year ago. Uh, I remember reading about it. uh, But now since she's qualified, she's kind of doubling down a little bit on it. Uh, She obviously since deleted the tweet. Like, that's so stupid. Once it's out there, just leave it out there. Mm -hmm. Somebody's got a copy of it. Oh, yeah. Um, But she says it's not because she doesn't care for our country. No, she's just going to go up there and burn a flag. Like, that's not a fucking statement to me. Um, I don't care if you're transgender. Well, you know my feelings on transgender in sports. There's actually a uh, transgender weightlifter from New Zealand that qualified for weightlifting. 
Uh, I did a little research on this. So I guess you have to be four years. You have to declare yourself a the different gender for four. For this is a li- li- Olympic stuff. Olympic rules. Four years, and for the year leading up to the Olympics, you have to be under a certain amount of testosterone in your system. But that testosterone can still be five times of what an actual biological female could be at. Sure, I'm sure. Um, and they allow that. So uh, there are a lot of actually weightlifters around the world that are kind of up in arms over this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this, <laughs> this lady put up like 690 pounds or something. She put up 690 pounds? Yeah, yeah. Is that good? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think what, I could what, roll it. I don't think I could roll 690 pounds on them. 690 pounds doing what part of She deadlifted 690 pounds? Yeah. I mean, I, I, she won the gold at whatever the last event was. I mean, I don't know the world record, but that's a lot of weight. I mean, I think I've in my prime, I did four hundred pounds one time, and I couldn't yeah. walk for four days. So, yeah. God bless. Maybe I have the wrong, wrong. I read it today. I thought I read a lot of those events are like cumulative, so it's like could be squat, deadlift, bench, all three together. Even right. so, that's a shocking amount of weight for a lot of weight. for a female. Right. Um, that was once a male. I mean, yeah, I, uh, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, at the end of the day, man, that's yeah. I, hey, um, yeah. it's just it's it's a it's, that, that's a tough thing to yeah. I don't, I don't know. All right, so that's uh, sunrise mucho mango. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got a douche, and that's going to lead us into our little NBA oh, yeah. topic. So who's your douche, buddy? My douche of the week is Ben Simmons Ooh, from the Philadelphia Seventies. He had a rough series. series. A rough series. They said, and I'm I don't know if I'm 100 percent right here, but I'm pretty sure I am. He did not make a field goal in the fourth quarter of any game in the series, right? And then he had an absolute bunny that I would make in an NBA game. <laughs> Wide open layup. Just hit yeah. the corner of the box, That's baby. It. It's in. And he dished Fundamentals. it. Like, you're supposedly... Get, you're getting paid $30 million and all you had to do was make a layup, and you decided to pass the ball. And he, he, I don't. How did he make it out of Philadelphia last night? Philadelphia is. They were burning his jersey in the streets last night. Rightfully so, man. Those Maybe they should hook up with that BMX biker. Ooh, no, oh my god, man! Like <laughs> a little burn party. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan through and through, so I love seeing Philly lose, and I love seeing the New Jersey Nets lose. Oh, oh, that oh, made me so happy. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. See, here's and I, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago when the Lakers got out because yep. LeBron is my douche of the year, but I'll have a whole award <laughs> yeah. ceremony in December right. for him. Uh, but it's almost that be careful what you wish for. So now the NBA is in a precarious position now. Right. The final four is Phoenix, right? LA Clippers, which we all know is the fucking stepchild of the Lakers. Correct. And then you have the Hawks. Yep. The Hawks. This is only their second time in the Eastern Conference Finals in the last like 30-something years. Hawks, 50 years, maybe. And then the Bucks, right? And then the Bucks. Yep. So my current favorite would be, especially if Kawhi is not coming back, would be the Bucks. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be. I mean, but like, they're... I mean, they did the whole you know racial justice stuff last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't care if it equated to their ratings, whatever. Uh, but they're in a tough spot now with these four, without any. I mean, who's? Yeah. I so mean, now they got to hitch their wagon to Giannis, and this is if he doesn't win it this year, he's never going to. He's win never it. going to. And I'll be honest with you, I think you know I read something this morning on Twitter where it was like the last. 16 NBA Finals had either Seth Cur- or Steph Curry or LeBron, LeBron in them. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's a stupid stat. Right? That's yeah. ridiculous stat. So you got to tip your hat to them just from a sheer athletic standpoint. Like, to have that longevity of consistent work, yep. that body works crazy. Would I love to see an underdog take this? 100%. 
but I don't want it to be the Hawks because they beat the Knicks. Is that <laughs> Honestly, you know who I'd love yeah, to Trey, see win? Trey Young was stomping oh on Oh, my God. Trey Young is bigger and from Kingpin with his hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. honestly, you know who I would love to see win this because I love him as a player? Devin Booker. Yeah. Devin Booker's my guy. I, 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 love, I love Devin Booker. He's I just a think, beast. I just think he's uh, a little inconsistent. I mean, so is Trey Young. I mean, they're so fucking young. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm a Celtic guy, so... Sure. You know, you know what pisses me off is that we we I mean we have the talent yeah and if there was a year to win it all with everything that's happened this is the year yep and they just got fucking steamrolled by well, Brooklyn. Well, I mean, listen, you. Lo- I mean, Brooklyn was healthy that that series. Uh, obviously, they, Kyrie they went healthy. down. You Kyrie guys lost J- and you lost Jalen Brown. That didn't help. Well, that didn't help either. Yeah. Um, sure. You know, Kemba, 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 was, the last Kemba, two games. Kemba was injured. They freaking rested him all year to play in the playoffs. Yeah, and Kemba, you know, and then you shipped him out for Thank Al Horford, who's a hundred years old. But well, that um, was it was a money thing. Yeah, it was a money thing. I mean, and listen, there's familiarity with. Him, I'm a die. I'm a diehard UConn fan. So, so to see Kemba go to Boston as a Knicks fan, knowing he's from the Bronx, that hurt my soul. And I would wish, you take Kemba on the Knicks? One hundred percent, I would take Kemba yeah. on the Knicks. Um, Okay, let's talk a little Nick basketball. We could talk Nick basketball. It's um, one of my favorite things to do. I, love I was actually, I'm obviously, I hate the Knicks, yeah. but I thought they were a really good feel-good story mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Uh, they beat the Celtics a couple times. They did, yeah. Uh, but I have a friend that's a big Knicks fan, and mm-hmm. we, would, we would, you know, text back and forth, and I said, well, you know what? Uh, Randall just is a, it's almost like a 2B to me. Yeah. He can't be a 1. He's a strong two two B. So what that means basically is is he's not the star. If he's the star of your team, you're never going to win. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's not going to be a Durant. He's not going to be LeBron. He's solid though. He's a really good player. He is a great player. He's probably going to get. He's not the alpha. He's going to get a max contract this offseason. I mean. Is he up? Whether yeah, whether it's with the Knicks, is he restricted or unrestricted? I'm not sure, but he's going to get a max contract. Whether it's with the Knicks or not, yeah, who knows? But that nucleus of players they have on the Knicks is great. You know, I think R.J. Barrett took a lot of steps into the right direction. Um, quickly came on at the end there, and you know, became a really nice addition to the mix with Randall. You're missing out on Robinson, who's hurt all year, our center. Yeah. Uh, but we had a lot of veteran presence with like Taj Gibson and a few of those other players like Alec Burks. Like all those guys stepped up and they played over their pay grade. So it ended up being a, a good, you know, situation for the Knicks. They didn't have the they didn't have enough talent to win. No. Um, but I'll tell you right now, it felt awesome as a Knicks fan to see them in the playoffs. It felt awesome to see New York buzzing over Nick basketball because it's been so long. You guys won game two. You would have thought you won the freaking NBA Honestly, championship. Honestly, dude, I It's like, went, act like you've been there. I know, but we haven't been <laughs> in so long, dude. Dude, dude like, I, honestly, like, being a Nick fan my whole life, I haven't had, like, joy with Nick basketball since, like, that Carmelo and Amari team, and then before that was, like, Allen Houston, dude. So, you're talking, like, 10 to 12 years. How old are you? I'm 34. Okay, so see, so, I grew up in the, the you know the 90s where you know yeah I mean I was alive was, but like that Patrick I was Ewing alive. <laughs> I mean but you know I was 12 years old right. when that team was around right. so like I was hyped but I had to go to bed in the third quarter because I was in seventh grade you know what I mean so um, but I'll yeah. never forget when you you knocked you guys knocked the Celtics out oh dude it was, you, were, you were down 2-0. this is back when the series were five games yeah and you won game five on our court and I remember like. 
Larry had a shot in the corner and just fucking like rat- rattled in and out. Yeah. And you and I mean, I want to say, was that the year you guys went to the finals? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That was the that was the uh, car chase. Yeah. That was the OJ. That was OJ. OJ Simpson. Yep. That was the OJ. <laughs> yeah, I mean, being a Nick fan, you know, has always everybody's kind of always kind of shit on me for it. They're like, oh, you're a Nick fan, you'll never win. Blah 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 blah. Well, no, they're like, right. They're not wrong. Yeah, you know why? Because of the owner. Your owner, absolutely. Um, and I'll be honest with you, the majority of Knicks fans would kick James Dolan in the ball sack if they could. Former uh, Knicks players want to kick James Dolan I mean, in the nut he sack. Tra- dude, he tried to ban Charles Oakley. The Oak Tree. That's Charles me? Oakley, dude. Charles dude. Oakley's a legend. You know, and, you know, it's, I don't know. I mean, being they Knicks- banned a fan because he brought a sign that said, you know, we I mean, want. Dude, everyone hates you, bro, but I get it. The, the Knicks are a cash cow, and they could be. And the we all watch Knicks games on fucking Optimum, which yeah. he owns. <laughs> Exactly. So who's the real winner? So there? it's like, but like the Knicks could be in last place in the division, and they would sell out every game, and they did yeah. when the Knicks stunk. Yeah. And dude, all right. So honest, uh, how much do you love or hate Spike Lee? As a Knicks fan perspective, not for his movies. I'll be honest with you. I love Spike Lee for one reason: loyalty. Because no matter loyalty, what, he's a loyal Knicks fan. What, doesn't he fucking wasn't he like uh, a couple years ago went to like a Nets playoff game? I mean, was, maybe he did because they weren't there. But that man has all that man wears or, a full orange jumpsuit to a game. That's hard to pull off, bro. I guess I'll be honest. Oh, he but see, like, I grew up in the Reggie Miller game. Ugh, uh, that was one of the, my I would most con- prized con- punch Reggie Miller if I could. Still to this day, <laughs> when he made those threes and he did the choke sim, oh my uh, god, I would power bomb him through a table. I was watching that game live, and I could. I mean, that was one of those moments. You're like, did that really just? Ha- did that just? Did that just happen? And you're like, yep. Holy shit! It did happen. Eight what? Eight points in thirteen seconds. Nine points. Nine three points. threes. No, no. It was- it was two threes back to back, and then he got fouled, and then he hit two free throws. I believe it was eight points. Either way, I'd love to punch him in the face still <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to, to this day, I hate him. Uh, can you can you sit in front of your TV and watch the uh, thirty for thirty on that or no? One hundred percent. Have you I watched it? I have watched. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I have watched it. I, I actually really enjoy like biography TV and that I type love of it. stuff. I love it. Like the Last Dance, I thought was it's great. The only thing ESPN offers to me anymore. Oh, dude! I mean, dude, the rest of the, the rest of their programming outside of live, even their live sports, their commentators suck. But. Do you remember when we were young and like you'd be home and you just like you'd watch Sports Center? That's all you do. The same thing. Though? I would watch the same thirty minute episode four times in a row. One hundred percent. Yeah. Now like it's you, like I can't. Not, I got screaming, Ace yeah. fucking preaching shit. I mean, like. it's just. I, I mean, I don't watch anything on ESPN really anymore. I don't. Yeah, I mean, occasionally I watch you know Sunday Night Baseball if the Yankees are playing. But well, the problem that. with their talk shows, it's like it's so LeBron centric. It's so NBA. Uh, obviously, it's you know it's. Uh, it's it's whoever. Don't worry about it. That's a that's a, that's a bad chair anyway. It's who? Yeah, it's whoever. It's fine. Sorry, we're, Sorry. we're leaking here, folks. Yeah. We're leaking. Um, it's whoever is relevant at the moment, and they'll talk talk about them for forty five minutes. Right. And it's just like now it's in baseball. It's Tatis from the Padres. Yeah, but they barely talk about that though. But like he's get dude. I watched it the other day when I was at the gym. I was on the elliptical. He. I did a half an hour of cardio. Twenty six minutes of it were about Tatis. Oh yeah. And like, listen, the kid's twenty two, lighting it up. 
and he's great for baseball. Thirteen-year contract of for like three hundred seventy-five yeah, million. Yeah, yeah. Imagine being twenty-two and knowing you. Wait, have you a know, that's a terrible contract for him to sign. It's horrendous. <laughs> like, but at the end of the day, imagine. Well, first of all, he's coming on. His father's rich. Fernando Tatis played in the majors forever, so his yeah. father, his father, probably made fifty million. So he came up with money, right? But now this man has three hundred seventy-five million dollar contract. Probably two hundred of it's guaranteed. Like. If his leg broke and he couldn't walk again, he'd probably still get two hundred million dollars. Yeah. So you got to figure. Well, actually, that's how baseball has has the. Yeah, they got they got those clauses. Exactly, yeah. but it's but like it's the only league that does it. One hundred percent. Yeah. So he's got two hundred million dollars probably locked up. That guy, kid knows he's twenty two, good looking dude in San Diego, one of the best cities in the whole country. And he's got flair. And he's got flair. Which baseball needs desperately. Which which. The best player in the league, nobody even knows outside of California, Mike Trout, right? He, yep. Mike Trout doesn't do anything for baseball outside of being the best player at it, it, right? But you got some new players in the league that are doing all this great stuff for the league, and it's awesome. Like Acuna from Atlanta, he's great. Tatis my, is my, great. My, my favorite three players in the lineup right now is Toronto. When you have Biggio, Bichette, Bichette and, and Vlad, Guerrero, all, all, all sons, sons of... Like three Hall of Famers, Dude, basically. I watched them I don't play. Bichette's in, but the other two are. Dante Bichette was a great player. He was awesome. Colorado. Colorado, Colorado yeah. yeah. But I watched them, the three of them, play at a Yard Goats game when oh, they yeah. were playing for coming Double up. A. Yeah, coming up. And I just remember Vlad Guerrero was hitting BP, and we were there early to watch because we knew. And I don't know if you've been to that stadium. They have a facade in left field that's probably 100 feet high. And he was clearing yeah. it, no problem. Oh, yeah. And you, when he hits the ball, you're just I, like, he oh, only swings God. like his dad, too. He swings out of his mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he's throwing his back out. If I did one <laughs> swing like that, I have to call out of work. I remember, I remember his father once hit a home run on a ball that bounced. Crazy. <laughs> and not only did he hit the shit out of the ball, but he had one of the best arms in oh, MLB yeah. history. Played an unbelievable right field with the majority of it on that shit turf in Montreal. Right? The best, so, the, uh, the best arm. And, are you a Yankee fan? Mm-hmm. All right. So the best arm I've ever. I went to a Red Sox Yankee game at Fenway. Yeah. And we got on the field before the game. Yeah. And we had really good seats, and we're just watching BP. And A Rod comes out. Yeah. He's standing at home plate. He is throwing. When I say missiles, to a guy standing in front of the Green Monster. Oh, for sure. On a line. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I mean, I don't know why he he should have been an outfielder. It's just. I mean, just ro- frozen ropes, just. Yeah, I'm like Jesus. These Christ. dudes all have bazookas, man. Like, you know, I played baseball in college, and it's like you see like what I played against, and then those players are like thirty stages better oh, than I insane. than I or anybody I played right. against ever was. And man, when I tell you the arms, man, like remember that throw that Jose Guillen made? He was an outfielder for I believe it was Cincinnati at the time. I may be wrong on the team, but he took like a short hop. And he threw the ball from the corner of the outfield on the line to third base. Yeah. Or Ichiro. Yeah. Ichiro used yeah. to do that oh, all Ichiro the time. Cannon, yeah. So, like, these Mookie guys. Mookie Betts has a nice cannon. Mookie, Be- Mookie Betts is a great player. That's That was yeah. the dumbest trade the Red Sox ever made. Listen, like, we just talked about your ownership. My oh. ownership is just as bad. Dude, I mean, listen, Alex Verdugo's a nice player. Was higher Alex Korovac. Yeah, it. I mean, I'll, yeah. But, you know, getting getting Verdugo for him is just, like, Verdugo's a fine player, but it's like, Jesus, dude. No, it's not. Mookie's a top two player in the well, league. I don't understand, understand another. There's depth to that trade, and another part of that was getting rid of David Price's contract. Yeah, uh, Price hated Boston. Yep. He hated all the media in Boston. Yep. Um, but then he went to LA, which is probably and now worse. he's like a reliever there, isn't he? I mean, starting. David Price had a really nice career in Tampa, and when he left there, it kind of he kind of fell flat. But like, at the on the flip side of that, it's like, but he helped us win a World Series. So one hundred percent. I was gonna say on yeah. the flip side of that, he does yeah. he did help you get yeah, a ring. Yeah, great, great game. 
I loved him because the Yankees tore the shreds off of his ball. <laughs> I was at a game at Yankee Stadium and he was pitching. And when I tell you he gave up nine earned runs before I even sat down. <laughs> It was like the bottom of the first like one out, and it was like nine donut, and I was like, David Price must be pitching today. I knew, I knew it. Right I, went, I went to uh, a Mets game years ago. Uh, they had to win to make the playoffs. Last game of the year, Mets, Mets. Tom yep. Glavin's on the mound. Legend. We're stuck in traffic uh, over the bridge and Whitestone Bridge, and we finally Standard. get there. He gives up nine runs in the first inning, Tom Glavin. I think it's his last start ever. Oh, man. And I'm like, let's just turn around. <laughs> let's just turn around. Because all we're going to do is spend a shitload of money yep. on beers and food and yep. watch the team lose. Oh, yeah. Uh, we went for a couple innings. And I think it was like 9-3, this closest they got. Oh, man. And now this yeah, is before City Field, too. So this is Dirty Shea. Yeah. Tom Glavin's yeah. Dirty Shea. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Glavin was a crafty lefty, man. I saw the All-Star game there. I did, too, actually. Yeah, we yeah. were there? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, I actually uh, went to the home run derby at Yankee Stadium where Hamilton went berserk. Remember? Oh, me and Candy were there. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I remember my so my aunt had season tickets for the Yankees for like my entire life. And he didn't win it. He didn't even win. <laughs> dude, he had like uh, what's, his, what's his name from uh, the Twins? Won it more? No. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, my aunt calls me. She goes, "Would you rather go to the home run derby or the All Star game?" I was like, "Home run derby." That's for exactly sure. what we did. Yeah. Right. So I get the tickets, and she had like. Um, the third level, but like right above home plate, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, Josh Hamilton gets up and his first swing like damn near left the stadium and everybody went off, right? Mm-hmm. And that was like one of the best well, we were sitting experiences. Right, we were sitting right down that first baseline oh, too. So you, so you got the side oh, angle. You just see them like fly over our heads. Our head was going like this. Dude, we're like ball high with the ball going up and like yeah. the old Yankee Stadium where the bleachers like didn't connect to the actual field. If you hit a ball into those bleachers, you pasted it. Right. And I just remember him destroying the ball, dude. What a crazy career that guy had. I mean, he, with the, with all the drug stuff. And then at the end, towards the end of his career, what yeah. really fucked with him was he hit that home run. Yep. And the guy fell out of the stands and died Correct. trying to catch it. And, that and he was him. never the same again. That ruined him. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's obviously he... He was huge because he overcame the drug thing, and right. obviously he had you know, some relapses. We all we all know how ridiculous that is to overcome. We have, right. I'm sure, we all have friends that have issues, but it's yep. like, dude, to be that good for that long too after that, ridiculous, man. So I mean, he got his in. I'm, you know, I'm happy for him because he got that contract. He did, he and did. Uh, that's all you need. Is he's that one contract? Set for life, and hopefully right. he's not relapsing. But right. yeah, watching him generational the, wealth. Too, watching you know? him at the home run. Oh, the, forever. Watching yeah. him at that home run derby. Actually, come to think of it, that might have been the new Yankee Stadium. Was it the new Yankee Stadium or the old Yankee it Stadium? It was. I think it was oh, the old shit, one. That's a good question. I think it was the it was year. Old, it was, was the year one. before it was, the it was, new. It was, yeah, it was because the the they had the also in the last year. Correct. Stadium. Well, correct. Yeah, so right. Because I remember it was being built, and those big pillars out front were kind of up. What a fucking shithole of a stadium that was. I'll be honest with you, man. I loved it because I'm a Yankee fan. Just no, like, but like just the underbelly. Like, yeah. Like when you're sitting in your stand in seats, it's fine. But like as a whole, yeah. Like you walked in the, it was just dirty, smelly. It was like you were in the subway, dude. Honestly, that, I mean, I guess that's that smell to me is like oh God, nostalgic. Here we, go. here we go. But that's that's a Yankee fan. I mean, uh, you guys love Fenway Park. Yeah, have you been there? I've been there. Yeah, it's fucking gorgeous. Except for half the seats are facing the wrong direction. That is a big problem there. <laughs> and then the obstructed view seats. Imagine if somebody gave you seats and they're like, yeah, dope, thanks for the seats. And then you sit there and there's a fucking green pole in your way. And you're like, awesome. This is all, This is a great time. Thank you. I'd rather somebody, not. Somebody got me tickets years ago and I took my ex-girlfriend up there. And we were in a. Uh, it was the CVS family section, and we Where's had a that? whole. 
It was uh, down the third baseline, and we had a pole in front of me. Yeah. Like, I was a gentleman. Let her sit where she could actually see the game. Fair. And uh, you cannot drink in the CVS family section. So I would have left. <laughs> I would have left. But let me tell you something. The smells of that stadium. Oh. Ooh, nostalgic. Yeah. Now, I mean, we just sat up at the Sam Adams deck. It's great up there. Sam, Ad- I mean, Sam Adams deck's dope. I mean, listen, as a Yankee fan, I, I don't hate on Fenway Park. I think Fenway Park is a great place. And the new Yankee Stadium is gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, the new Yankee Stadium is beautiful, but it's definitely targeted to corporations. Of course. um, Which, obviously, let's be real. You can't have 300 payrolls. I'll be honest with you, man. There's a lot of really nice stadiums. Like, I just went to Wrigley for the first time a couple years ago. Very similar to Fenway and Yankee Stadium. Like, when you're in Wrigley, you can't even see the field, dude. You, it's literally like a gully with like all the concessions. Then you walk out, but like just being there, it's awesome. Yeah. Um. You know, my favorite field I ever, I one of my favorites was Pittsburgh, the Pirate Stadium. Even I though they're no, never been there. Have you ever been to Pittsburgh? Never been to Pittsburgh. I'll be honest with you, Pittsburgh is awesome, bro. Yeah. Really good food. They have food. They have Permanente Brothers, so they put. Right. French fries on your on your sandwich, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And like, just a lot of really cool food. They have an Andy Warhol museum, and I'm I'm into art, and I love it there. There's a bunch of bridges and just like cool fuck architecture and shit. Yeah. Cool spot. That stadium's dope. Really, really. Now, like, didn't Bane blow up that in Batman? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it didn't it it didn't actually happen, but <laughs> oh, I thought that was reality. Yeah, it's not. Um, and then San Francisco, San the Giant Stadium. Never been there, dude. That's if you ever get out there, that's a must. Like, yeah. So I remember going to Candlestick when I was young. And being like, look at this shithole. And then now right. they're at this now new that, park. Yeah, I don't even good. know what the name of it is now, but like, dude. Oh, I've been to Camden. Camden's awesome. I've been to Camden. Yeah, I love Baltimore. Times, yep, yeah. I've been there. Baltimore's, uh, you know, you, you're kind of confined to a certain area there. Yeah, you got you to gotta be kind of careful. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, so I'm sitting there at a game, and I'm just talking to a couple local guys behind me, and I'm like, uh, you know, where do we go after? You know? Inner Harbor only. <laughs> and he goes, okay, uh, what's the bar right across the street? Uh frog something or yeah i don't know whatever there's like a little you know it's like your stands you know yeah. there's one of those right across yep. the street he goes if you go there go after the game grab a drink they're cool yep uh, uh but don't go left uh if you go left one of two things is going to happen uh you're going to get pulled over for being white in the section because i think you're buying drugs hmm. or you're going to get killed so good go right <laughs> and go and either take the ferry over to uh fells point yep or just stay in the inner harbor yep. Best, uh, by the way, this is a side note. Best, I'm an aquarium slut. Best aquarium I've ever been to in my Baltimore. life. Baltimore. It's Baltimore's. Huh. It's awesome. And they have, like, upstairs is, like, a, uh, just uh, an Audubon for birds. Like, Dude, I'll be honest with you. This That's the first time I've ever heard the two words aquarium and slut together. <laughs> <laughs> You should make a T-shirt. Stuff happens on this show. You should make a T-shirt you know, that, that says, that, "I'm an Aquarian slut." <laughs> just walking into, just walking to the Maritime Center with them. Like, what's up? <laughs> Everywhere I go, if they got an aquarium. Yeah, I gotta just, go to man, just like, yo, can I talk to management? Hey, can I brand this in your store? I mean, just make it an 18 plus section yeah. on the Aquarium slut. Right before, right before the election this year, uh, I'm making that for you. By the way, I took, awesome. I took uh, my girlfriend and her son up there to uh, Mystic. Mystic, yeah, and. Uh, I remember posting on Facebook. I'm like, uh, if you can go to Mystic Aquarium, I'm pretty sure you can go in line and vote. Because <laughs> it was chaos. Packed. Pack. Kids yeah. running everywhere. Packed. Yeah. I mean, they had no control over it. And we were still in the height of the shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah. I, used, I went to college in New London, so we used to go to Mystic a lot, man. I, I'm a big fan. I'm from Norwalk, so the Maritime Center was like yeah. my... 
like field trip for everything we would go there that that was always a huge fan of that man then i i wouldn't say i'm a slut for aquariums but i'm an advocate you know what? yeah i mean you don't have to be i mean you know? yeah you know let's say it is what it is but hey i'll go with you if you want to so go. another thing uh you know the nfl draft is huge right it it's is of all the four sports that's it is the and you're sport, right? you're a pats fan I'm right? a pats fan yeah. so, well that well i'm going to segue to the baseball draft is coming up in three weeks okay now a lot of people really don't pay attention to the baseball draft yeah because it's not instant gratification. Right. You know, these guys, I mean, outside of, uh, you know, uh, Harper, Bryce Harper, no one really comes it's, right from... It takes a while. It takes a yeah, while. It takes sometimes while. six years. Oh, yeah. And uh, and tonight against the Red Sox, they're the Tampa number one prospect. Wander Franco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's coming up tonight. Yeah. So that got me into diving in because I knew the Red Sox had a really good pick. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They have the fourth pick. Yep, they do. And the... Uh, mock draft said that uh, they're going to draft Jake Leiter, uh, uh, Al Leiter's son from yeah, Vanderbilt. From, yeah, from Vanderbilt, nasty. And I'm reading up on him now. I'm doing my own research because I really don't, yeah, dive too deep into the baseball draft, right? And instantly, I'm like, "Fuck, this is the kid I want," and I know someone is going to someone's going to take someone's him. Take him before that. I'll be honest. I follow college baseball pretty closely, yeah. just because I played, and yeah, you know, yeah, obviously, yeah. I'm a I'm I'm a bigger baseball fan than any other sport, so. Him and Kumar Rocker are their one two on Vanderbilt. Yeah, he was yeah, that's yeah, the back to back here. So is that John Rocker's? Case? No, Kumar. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> Kumar Rocker, I believe, is of Indian descent. Uh, John is Rocker was up? no, Kumar Rocker is a pitcher. Oh, he's oh, that's the one two. John Rocker is of douchebag descent. So, yes, yes. Um, he'd, he'd, be, he'd be my douchebag of the of the century, um, but. Yeah, so that guy, that guy Kumar Rocker. I mean, you'd be you'd be lucky to get either one of them on that fourth pick. That dude is like six five, tank, and he throws absolute smoke. So I mean, listen, I yeah, that's that's going to be a nice pick for either for whatever you do. Yeah, so. no, there's. I mean, being picking fourth is nice. You can't especially, lose, especially when we're a first place team right now. Too. Ask Tampa Bay how that worked out for them because yeah, right. like you can only have you know you have seventeen straight years of being a top five pick because right. you stink, and now. Tampa Bay has been fantastic for years, leveraging those picks. So, all right. So this is funny. So my brother just texted me. Mm-hmm. So obviously the Oyster Fest is back on this year. Right. That's awesome. Uh, my brother's a little uh, extreme honk because they were there a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, so it's the only Oyster Fest he's ever been to, and oh. he fucking had a blast. You know. How could you? Uh, not? You know, he's he's about five years older than me. And, you know, he's got three kids, so he lives vicariously through me sometimes. Fair. But he had a fun day. He just texted me now. <laughs> Southside Johnny and the Ashbury Jukes, really? <laughs> so. I my thing was, I wish they really budgeted out a little more money to get yeah. probably the biggest band they could have gotten because we didn't have it last Correct. year and people and no one knows. I only know who Southside Johnny is because he used to play at uh, what was it called Bar A for Mike Francesa's in uh, Jersey in Jersey. Yeah, he used to that band was Mike Francesa's oh really? the charity event. He would oh do yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would always do a live show from right. there, and he go and we're going back to Southside Johnny, you know. And it was just like oh great. Dude, people <laughs> actually hit me up on that too because they they automatically assume Heineken sponsoring. The Oyster oh, Fest, right, right, and so right. they're like, "Yo, what is going on for Oyster Fest?" And they tell me that band, I'm like, "I'm 34, dude. I have no idea who that is." I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, you know, I, as growing up in Norwalk, we had the Norwalk Oyster Fest, and we always had like pretty big bands at the Norwalk Oyster Fest. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing Charlie Daniels Band there, and like, you know, a bunch. Peter Frampton was there. I don't know why I remember those two like vividly, but like, like Brian Setzer Orchestra was there one year, and everyone geeked out for that. But like. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like Milford could have done better on the band. <laughs> I mean, he goes, he goes, I know, hard to follow extreme and bad fish, but honestly, walk away, Renee, is AM radio fodder. <laughs> Thanks. That's, Shout out to my brother. That's Happy awesome. to him as well. That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, they, dude, they could have just done like a standard 90s band, like a Live at Five band. Yeah. Like something like that would have absolutely killed it. 311. 311, dude, I can't wait for them. I love 311, dude. Like, I mean, when they had, I think my best, like, ever, the was when Brett Michaels was there. Had to be, it was crazy. Yeah, now. Was I couldn't even get nice. to my house, dude. We were try, we were actually trying to get him to come up. So his his uh, stagehands, I guess, yeah. whatever you call mm-hmm. them, roadies, mm-hmm. uh, had lunch at Stonebridge before the show. Yeah. And for whatever reason, he said, what kind of Diet Coke is this? And I'm like, oh, it's uh, it's Castle Beverage. It's local to Milford. Shout yeah. out to Dave. And uh, he goes, Brett Michaels is like a Diet Coke fiend. He goes, he's going to love this. So we gave him like three Diet Cokes to take with him to bring down to Brett go back. So I'm like, we're like, hey, you know, could you get him to come up and guest sing with the Rum Runners, you know? That'd be cool. Up at the show. And uh, I, I, from what I, the feedback I got was uh, yes and no. Uh, I guess after that show, they scattered. They had like 14 days off. So they were just getting out of Dodge and taking their vacations before yeah. they had to go back on the road. So right. they, were, they were, they weren't hanging. Out. Once he was done, he was yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the uh, uh, I don't know. they could have gone a lot of different directions there. Yeah, but you could have gotten like CeeLo Green there or something like they bring him to to Alive at Five and the place is is a zoo. You right. know what I mean? Like right. they could have just literally taken any band that's ever performed at Alive at Five and it would have been better right. than that. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I think know. it's going to be great for Milford to have something to look forward to, something that's like an established event in Milford that people all love. Well, my, my thing is, and I don't want to sound like too radical here, but uh, the Oyster Fest draws a certain type of crowd. Um that where I you would know I uh, I, I don't well fuck it I don't care this is my show there it's it a is. little bit trashy there you go uh, a little bit white trashy uh, a lot of buds are sold that day oh for sure uh, so I like it when they get a band that might bring a different demographic and then you have the best of or worst of both, both worlds depending on how you want to put it um, but whatever the Oyster Fest is on that's all that matters uh, August 21st so hopefully most of them if not all restrictions will be definitely gone by then uh, and everyone will make some money yeah, I mean, I think that's the hope, right? I think, you know, obviously you guys being kind of like the anchor for downtown, you know, the most capacity, you know, it's going to be great for you guys. But, you know, you got a couple of new guys in the mix downtown that are doing great things. And I think it's going to be good for everybody, man. Right. Good for the restaurants, good for the bars, you know, just good for the city in general, just how, how much it draws revenue into the city. And I think it's cool. I mean, I'll be honest with you, you could have a guy yodeling on the stage and it's still going to be packed downtown oh, for, yeah, for, for the Oyster Fest. So I think all, all in all, I think it's great. I, you I know do. what's funny, too, is people bitch every year about the band. They bitched about Extreme, but, like, everyone comes up like, they had a blast. Dude, I had you a know? blast. I was right. there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I was at Stone Ridge. Like the front row with yeah, man, listen, school. I'm like, Listen, Jesus I don't even know who the hell they are, but I had a good time, man. I vibed for a little bit, and, yeah. then, and then I think I was drinking with you at out there, but you know, I think at the end, like I said, at the end of the day, man, just you know, bringing back that normalcy is cool. So yeah, I'm cool with it. All right, so let's uh, you know, we've been talking sports. Let's get on one more topic before we wrap up this show. Uh, let's do it. So today was actually real breaking news. Uh, the SCOTUS Supreme Court, yep, uh, overwhelmingly uh, turned down the NCAA's bid to not pay their players. Uh, so I read up on it a little bit. Yep. Um, it's still going to take a while sure. uh, for them to actually get paid probably what they deserve. They probably never get it. Never. But this is what uh, 
Judge Kavanaugh said today. Uh, he said the NCA is not above the law. NCA business model uh, would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America, which he is 100% correct about. Right. Um, it is, the NCA to me is a mafia uh, when it comes to how they, you know, they make billions and billions of dollars billions. on basically giving people free classes. Yeah. You know, or housing them, whatever. So let's say the average, Both. the right. average, let's call it 50 grand, right? Sure. To go to school. So you're getting, so if you're a star, star athlete, Let's say uh, let's who's all right. Let's well let's say LeBron. Let's say LeBron James went to college. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's say he played at Duke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ESPN would have carried every game, every single one, every one. Uh, they would have done like you said biographies on his family, his upbringing, everything. No doubt. No doubt. And they would have charged advertisers. Millions of dollars yep. to advertise during those shows. Hundred percent. They Which, just did that with right. Zion Williamson. Right. He's a prime example. Right. Yeah. So, and what do they get? Nothing. Nothing legally. They get a scholarship. Nothing legally. Well, no. Let's not even talk about the illegal stuff. The whole reason why the illegal stuff is there is because the NCAA. Correct. I mean, you look at the SMU documentary back with Eric Dickerson and yeah. those guys. Yep. And. That's they, they were one. They were very brazen about it. They didn't give a fuck. They, they did like, not care. I mean, they were taking pictures in front of Brandon yep. Camaros and shit. Back oh, in the for 80s, sure. You know, <laughs> for sure. But this this has. I mean, I wish the NCA would be abolished. To be honest with you, I think it's, I, it's everything a, about yeah. them that they stand for is bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I played Division three athletics. Obviously, not on the same scope, right? Right. But like, I had friends that played at UConn when I was in college, and we would go up there and. I just remember guys like Hashim Thabit had a brand new S500 Mercedes. <laughs> like, listen to me. He just was off the boat from Africa pretty much, right? Just like lived with the host family right, in, right, right. In, in Connecticut somewhere and had an S500. I just remember all these players that were like the top upper echelon, like they're getting stuff from boosters because UConn saying, well, we can't pay you, but I have right. Johnny blah, 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 who is a millionaire and he'll call you and he'll get you that Mercedes. But it's like, the amount of revenue that they're bringing in constantly with a guy like Zion or a guy like John Morant or a guy like these big athletes that they know are automatic sure things in the NBA, right? right. You come – LaMetal Ball, the prime example, right? He didn't go to college, but he was a guy that had a lot of stuff behind him. I mean, you're talking about these big-name players who are making millions and millions of dollars of revenue for the NCAA. The fact that you're not paying them, I, I understand – Logistically, why they can't, right? We'll go quotes on quotes, but it's bullshit. Pay bullshit. Pay him. Pay the guy. Right. Pay him. Like when you're using their likeness, see this is this is what comes out in you're using their likeness. Everything. Everything to promote that product and they're not getting paid for it. Crazy. It's criminal. Crazy. And, and uh, how many of these NCAA... Now think about think about like the, the, the mid level player, right? Yeah. So Zion Williamson's teammate, right? R.J. Barrett, right, prime example. Right. Well, not, not, even, not even that. R.J. Barrett the is that's not going to go to the NBA. Mike Loudon, right? 12th Mike man. Mike Loudon. You're the 12th guy on the bench, but you happen to be 6'11", so you got a scholarship, right? I'll probably go play in Ghana after. So you know you're probably not going to make the NBA, right. which is the hardest league in the world to make. 100%. 12 players. And that's it. That's it. And uh, some guy approaches you. You want to come be the 12th guy at Duke? Or you want to be the 12th guy at UConn? Well, what are you, what are you offering me? I'll give you twenty thousand cash, and I'll pay off your parents' home. Okay, done, done. You could, and gonna, you could be a star in college. You're going to pay off my mom's house, right? Hell yeah, do yeah. it. I mean, 
Obviously, it's all. I mean, this if this is going to take probably twenty years to actually hammer all out, and it shouldn't. But well, it the point they've gotten to at this point, I think it's going to take that long because yeah. How do you pay an RJ Barrett to? How do you pay a Zion? You don't. You don't have I mean, it. There's no how scale. How do you tier it? How do you tier it to the twelfth guy? To Mike Loudon that's riding the bench. You know, it's funny. It's like, do you because your likeness is not being used in promos? Even though it should, because look at well, this face. Just, just but, the face alone. Uh, but it's just like, but <laughs> like Joe you know, I, exactly. But like you know what I really do though. I love though. I love the G League. I love the guys that are like fuck the NCAA. I'm gonna go play right. in the G League, collect six figures. So even if I don't make it to the NBA, my mom that has six kids and we live in a two room apartment in in a ghetto neighborhood right. at least have some sort of resemblance of a future. Right. That's awesome to me because right. you got a couple of those players that are coming from high school and they're like, dude, no. Right. I don't care about it. I just want to go play ball. Let me get a couple dollars. Great. Honestly. And that's a real big F you to NCAA, right? It's right. like, listen, we're not going to fall into your nonsense that you're bringing forward. Yep. Fuck it. Well, Let's LaMelo go. did that. LaMelo well, he didn't go to G League, but he went overseas. His, his dad had his own league for him, right. man. Like, right. And look at LaMelo. Like, LaMelo, um, you know, I, I happened to meet the Ball Brothers a couple years back. My buddy Mosh, who does custom shoes, he was on their uh, reality show. I was actually on it with them. Oh, yeah. And I happened to meet the three of them. And, like... They're just really good, down to earth kids. Right. Their dad like just their, dad, their, their dad. dad's just shockingly outspoken right. and kind of ridiculous. But like you could tell, the kids were like down to earth, cool cats. And that kid Lamella was like sixteen at the time. He was like six eight, like towering over his other two brothers. You could be like, man, you know this kid was going to be a star. Yeah. And like he came out and sh- and had a great season, won the rookie of the year. Awesome. Yeah. You know, but like he said, "Fuck you" to the system. You yeah. know how Lamella fucked me this year. Fantasy? Yes. So I had him. <laughs> he I, was in, I was in first place. He gets hurt. Yeah. Now he gets hurt. They say he's out for the year. Yep. So I dropped him. Oh, and he came back. Came back. Somebody snagged him up before, yeah. and I could have used him down oh, the yeah. playoff stretch run. He came back. Yeah. Oh. He's 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 he like a great. Fa- he got, he's, he's like got, a fantasy darling. Yeah, man. because he would get his assists. Even deals. Lonzo Ball was good at fantasy because I never went turnover, so I didn't care. You got a 12, 12 a game. It doesn't matter. Even Lo- even Lonzo had a bunch of assists and rebounds, and he scored ten to twelve a game. So he was a nice little bench player in fantasy. But yeah, I mean, listen. I think at the end of the day, man, they got to figure out a way to make it not as taboo. To well, I think I think today was the day that it all changes. I hope so. I hope so. And uh, it sucks because you want to see a good product, and you don't want the guys to skip college and go to the G League. Correct. You want to see them play. It's such a big part of the game for us. Like as fans of the game, people that can't physically play it because we don't have the skill set. Watching UConn basketball was like my childhood and is my adulthood now it's like you want to go to the UConn game see yeah, a good product my first year of UConn was uh, it was still Cliff Robinson that's what I mean that, yeah. but like look, 88, look at those teams though I mean yeah. Cliff Robinson went on to be an unbelievable and they had their big 20 year run dude they had know? an unbelievable run I mean you have 15 to 20 legitimate NBA players to come out of UConn legit NBA players mm-hmm. Ben Gordon Rudy Gay yeah. Dylan Nueva like you got all these guys that have been in the league and did yeah. great and they didn't get one quote unquote dollar for playing in the league, right. even though we know Hashim to be had an S five hundred Benz, and I'm sure he wasn't alone wasn't there. He the third overall pick, 
man, that, listen, he was such a nice dude. We got to do a show one day, just like the worst picks in NBA draft. He was such a nice, I'll tell you a funny story about Hashim Tabit, actually. So, spring weekend, UConn used to be an absolute shit show, right? And I remember going up there for for spring weekend, and there was a huge fight in a part of UConn called Celeron, right, where Mm -hmm. they used to have a big party. And these two dudes were fighting, and he literally gets in the middle of the fight, and his hand is so big, he literally mushed this (laughs) dude with this hand, and like, stopped him in his tracks like a big cat too right and he his hand was so big his fingers wrapped around his the top of his forehead <laughs> and i just remember sitting there absolutely blasted on bushlight and being like bushlight Holy shit, Hashim Tabi just mushed this giant man. <laughs> like, the big kid found somebody who was finally bigger than him. Right, right. Like, literally, I bet you he could have picked him up by the front of his face and just, just like, lift him. Yeah. Like, he was just like a little rag doll. Yep. And ever since then, I've like I've been like, man, Hashim Tabi's a cool cat. <laughs> Even though he stunk in the NBA. But, uh, man, you are a UConn legend. Hashim Tabi, if for any reason you listen to this podcast, thank you for much. <laughs> Thank you for mushing that dude. Instagram, he has an account. That, uh, he probably does, but yeah, that was awesome. All right, we'll wrap this up. Who's your favorite UConn player of all time and NBA player of all time? Favorite UConn player of all time? Can I go favorite Nick player first? Sure, whatever you want. Favorite Nick player of all time is a tie between John Starks and Anthony Mason. Those Ooh, are my guys. I hate John Starks. John Starks. He's a hate, he's a hateable guy. Though. He's a hateable guy. If you're not a Nick fan. Man, he was an unbelievable Nick. All right. He was an unbelievable. And my favorite UConn player of all time is hands down through and through Richard Hamilton. Rip Hamilton was my guy, man. He was he, he, he was, was just good. he was like when I was growing up, he was like the dude that, you know, like didn't look like he should be anything. And then he would come out and drop 30 on your mm-hmm. mouth. And then he was a Jordan Brand. And he Brand. had a solid NBA career. And then he was a Jordan Brand athlete and being yeah. a shoe guy like I am. like yeah. He just had like a sick player exclusive collection and was a great NBA pro. I loved him, man. Rich, Richard Hamilton was my guy. So my UConn guy is actually uh, Khalid El Classic. I fucking loved him. He put on for the Chubby Cats. Yes, he, he did. He did. He was like, and he was a shit talker. 5'10", chubby little bastard, and he crushed it for them. I honestly think he started the trend of taking your journey. Jersey, I love that. And put pulling it up, yep. like to show your school. He was like, I, he's the fr- I, I could be completely wrong, but that's my first memory of like now everyone does it. Yeah, you know, he was great, man. I, his team was awesome, but like as like honorable mentions for me, huge Kemba guy at yeah. UConn. Yeah, when he hit that step back on Q's, oh. oh my god, I think I threw my remote out of my window at my yeah. house. That, I loved, that five game run, oh dude, he uh, was unbelievable. It was a really eleven game run. I love Shabazz when he was there. Big Jeremy Lamb guy, loved mm-hmm. loved his game. I thought he was going to translate a little better into the NBA. Jeremy Lamb just was a, is a nice complimentary piece in the NBA. Yeah. He's just not like a star. But yeah. he, dude, he he got traded for James Harden. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, he was part of the James Harden trade. He could have been yeah. um, from from OKC to, oh, to, to Houston, Houston. Yeah. So uh, my Celtic obviously is you know Larry Bird only because I grew up on him. But I had to do a more modern guy. I no mean, hate on Larry Bird. Uh, no, you can't. Can't. Uh, I think he's still top five all time. He's up there for sure. Uh, if I had to pick a more modern player from not the 80s run, uh, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, I, I, you know, I wasn't really a big Paul Pierce guy. I really wasn't. I despise Paul Pierce. I liked when we drafted him because I didn't know who Dirk Nowitzki was. Mm-hmm. And he got drafted the next pick after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they obviously both won one title, but I sure. think I would have rather had Dirk than him. 100%. Right? <laughs> uh, I actually like Paul Pierce now for the fact that he got fired for having hookers at his house. I like Paul Pierce way more now. <laughs> I thought Paul Pierce was the most overrated player in history. I agree. I agree. I was a, you know what I was? I was a huge Antoine Walker fan. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Antoine Walker was a dog, dude. Yeah. I love Antoine Walker. a little shimmy after dude, the Dude, Antoine Walker was great Celtic. And, like, yeah. you know what you, like, as a fan, you see a player on another team and you're like, Man, I respect that dude. Like, I loved him, and I loved Big Baby Davis as a yeah. Celtic. Yeah, he was another like, dude that was yeah. just a fat bastard, and he got it done, yeah. bro. I loved him, man. And we traded him for uh, Garnett. I dude, I, lo- Garnett I loved Kevin Garnett, too. Yeah. I loved him. Like, he, the thing I loved most about Garnett was he embraced being a Celtic. Like, like he, like, bled green, as they He was say. brazen, too. Like, yeah. he would literally... Like, did you ever hear the stories of him talking shit? Wasn't he? What, was, didn't him and Carmelo go at it? Like For Carmelo, sure. He told. He said to Carmelo wife. that he yeah. banged Lala. He yeah. was like, "Yo, I fucked your wife." <laughs> like, what, dude? You say that to somebody? No, yeah. you don't. Yeah. Dude, another uh, honorable mention: UConn, Ray Allen, bro. Yeah. And yeah, I, he kind of soured with the Celtics fan base. I hated Ray when. Did he, he really went, have to hit that shot for Miami? I know, but he he was. I mean, we're he, talking to hold the now LeBron's three and seven in the finals, oh, you dude, know, or whatever it would be. I'll be yeah, honest with you, dude. When when. Ray and Kemba both put on Celtics jerseys. It like hurt my soul a little bit. Like I would wear your jersey on any other team but the Celtics, and like you had to go there. Right. I'm like, oh, I fucking hate it both. But now I can get a Kemba Walker OKC jersey, and I'm good. So a couple years ago, uh, Chris Smith was in Snow. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, talk about chubby. He got big. Oh boy, that, I feel like that big. happens when you yeah. have that big of a frame and you stop. You stop I didn't being so athletic. Him. And yeah. I was a big, you know, I knew he was from Bridgeport, and I was a big mm-hmm. Chris Smith guy. That's kind of when I start really started watching. Yeah. Yep. Danielle Marshall and Donnie Marshall and all those guys. Yeah. And Doron Schefter, 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 Schefter. And uh, he comes in and he hands me his business card because he wanted me to give it. I think it's like selling insurance now, and he wanted me to give it to the owner. And I'm like, Chris, Chris. Oh shit, that is Chris Smith, you know? Like, they're like, damn, that actually is. <laughs> so then I started talking to him, and uh, I was out in, uh, long story short, we'll wrap this show up. I was out in Minnesota because uh, I knew a guy that was really good friends with Chris Smith. Yeah. And we took a road trip out there to see a Wolves game when he played for the Wolves. Yeah. And uh, after the game, we all went to Christian Leitner's house. Sick. And uh, it was like a little party, whatever. Talk about and, the most hated bastard in, in sports. And, uh, He's I don't want to spread any rumors on my show, but uh, Christian was. Uh, on the couch, uh, just chilling, <laughs> and uh, I don't know how to put this, but there wasn't a female sitting next to him. Anyway, hey, so we'll the show there. Uh, yeah, that was probably God in 19, 96 I think that was. He was in the league then, probably right. No, they were. Yeah, they were. No, they, right. they were teammates at Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, Christian yeah. Leitner, whatever. Christian Leitner, buddy, dude. You be you. you Actually, be- he was a very good thirty for thirty. Christian yeah. Leitner. Yep. That was a good one. Yeah, he was probably one of the most hated, though, that's for sure. But, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So, hey, end of the show. Thank you for having me. Mike, thanks here. again. Uh, I will actually update uh, as soon as you get updates from me on the dodgeball tournament. Yeah, and we'll uh, do that. Yeah, and I will definitely get a team. And like I said, if we can get uh, 10 people to donate 40 bucks, I will Let's cover the other half. Let's do it. And I will Come get find me at Stonebridge. Every Sunday, he's usually there. He wasn't there yesterday. I was I'm, a little disappointed. I'm the, listen, I'm there. I thought you wanted to talk a little shot before the show. Listen, but, uh, Arizona Sunrise will be in there, so I will be making yeah. an appearance this week for sure. Mucho so, Mango's available this Mucho weekend. Mango the 20 will be available, and I will be there most likely on Sunday having a few so if you are in the area and you would like to hang out with me and Jeremy and the crew we will be there 
Thanks for having uh, me, brother. Yes, I won't be there this Sunday of a wedding. But Come yes, on, yes, dude. moving forward. Unbelievable. Moving forward. He gets uh, mad at me, and he's not even going to be there. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, Mike, thanks again, buddy. Got Let's it, go bro. get some good food at Strega. Let's so, go. so look out for his Strega uh, video. Let's do it. Uh, before this Wednesday. Uh, well, this Wednesday, you're going to show the other one you're talking yep. about. It'll be but. next next Wednesday. We'll show that one. Right, we're going to finish off a little through it all from, from Ashes to News, the song I introed on. I, I know, you know, I love my rock music. So uh, peace out, everybody. We'll peace. see you next week. Like vines and wraps inside my fragile mind Hiding in play view, it seems the same old shit I try